Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan, here with Big Cass. Ohio State, uh, solid effort. I mean, it wasn't they, I wasn't super impressed. I wasn't disappointed. It was the most average uh, September victory, I think, uh, in recent Ohio State memory. Nothing, nothing's really bad, Cass. Nothing, nothing great. It was just a win, and uh, you know, Stroud looked good. Marvin Harrison Jr. looked great. Uh, I had no complaints really. Hey, we just, like we talked off air. Um, the offense just scored too many times. I mean, they punted the ball. Tw- I think their starting offense had 20 minutes of possession time, and that offense was cooking. I mean, Jesse Marco only had to punt a couple times. Uh, it just, I mean, the defense couldn't get enough three and outs for this offense to really get cooking, and um, that's okay. Uh, I think Stroud, I think one of Stroud's best passes was when, um, I think it was a Buka. He was why uh, pocket collapsed. Stroud, you know, got out of the pocket, and it looked like there for a second he was going to take off and run, and he found his receiver and wide open. And I think that was one of his best. That was probably his best throw all day. That and was the one he I took, mean, like about like what 50, 60 yards. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, that was his, that. In my opinion, that was his best throw all game because we we've seen all the dime drops. We've seen them. Like we've seen those throws before to Marvin Harrison Jr., to Abuka, and stuff like that. I think the one where the pocket collapsed, he got out of the pocket, looked like he was going to run, found his man wide open. I mean, granted, I would have liked to seen if we were playing like Penn State or Wisconsin, what he would do, but it was Arkansas State. Wide receivers were able to get open. No reason to run there, uh, and that's a game you could pad the stats with the receivers. And if anything, uh, DBs might cheat then towards the receiver, which in those big games, he can run. Yeah. Uh, that's going to open it up for him, I, I think. If I he think he's going – I think he's going to. I think he is. Gonna, I, and, and it's going to blow everybody out of the water. And, you know, we as much as we praise Zach Smith's podcast and he doesn't think that Stroud has that killer instinct, I think he does. I, he's just waiting for that right moment. That right moment hasn't came up yet because he's – it wasn't needed against Notre Dame. It and really it, wasn't. And it, has, it wasn't. Obviously, it's not going to be needed this week against Toledo. It's not going to be needed against Arkansas State. Wait, it's sounding because Wisconsin dropped the ball. It may not be needed against Wisconsin. I mean, it's going to happen. And then, I mean, people are like, going to say, holy shit. Like clockwork, too. I feel like I said this last year and the year before this, but I feel like every time we're about to play Wisconsin, they always drop a dumb game. Hence... <laughs> And her Washington State, that game was ugly, and I'll give them credit. They, they, they beat Wisconsin, um, but, I mean, classic Wisconsin just dropping it a week or two before we play. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, thanks, I guess, because ticket surprised. prices are going to be cheaper. I mean, I was surprised that it was a night game. Yeah. I thought, they were just, I thought they were going to move it up to 330. But going back to Arkansas State, I mean, the only thing that I would like to critique – and it's going to be on the defensive side of the ball. I'd like to see the defense force more turnovers. Um, we haven't forced one yet this year. And our DBs, our corners are out on islands. Probably most likely Denzel Burke. Like, I don't know if that was just an off game that he had to, this week where he's like thinking complacency set in and we're playing to, uh, Arkansas State. But he got worked this Saturday. And it's that's kind of concerning I mean, obviously, we have we got teams coming up that don't throw the ball, you know, as much or as well. I mean, honestly, Arkansas State might throw the ball better than Wisconsin. I mean, to be honest with you, but I, I think that concerns me a little bit. And for Christ's sakes, can we keep? I know it's Arkansas State, but can we keep a same six core of guys? I love Tyler Friday and Javante Jean Baptiste, but they're not cutting the mustard. They really are. They're not getting any pressure on the quarterback. And it seems like whenever they are in the game, offensive Notre Dame and Arkansas State were able to move the ball. I I, I do feel like – I mean, I I feel like I barely saw them against Notre Dame or the plays that they were in. They were were barely in. 
Uh, yeah, they were non-factors in those plays. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you, Cass. I, I, let's see how they do against Toledo before we make any judgments. Yeah. I think I think we need to see them against Toledo because some some players are more you know might not be fast starters. Michael Hall Jr. is just a stud. Uh, he's like, I mean, he is Aaron Donald 2.0, just the size and the way he plays, how violent. And uh, he got dinged up, but he, he was able to kind of walk himself off the field. And like, you could tell, like he was furious because he was walking himself it, off the field. It looked like he just got the wind knocked out of him or something. Yeah. It, it, the stat, the stat though is crazy. Cause he already's at five tackle for losses and Haskell Garrett led the team last year with seven. So he's already, uh, he's well going to shatter that our, our, you know, the, the team high from last year. And my buddy Mitch brought up a great point cast. He said, like, it's not that I, I, Michael Hall is a great player and he's obviously going to get a lot better. And there's not, I'm not critiquing his game, but I think a lot of his success right now is due to how good our ends are like oh my Zach God. Harrison, JTT. I mean, even Sawyer, when he, let, he's rushing, we're always, me. we're always collapsing the pocket. Like generating pressure off the edge, so like the quarterback always has to kind of usually step up or the pocket collapses. And Michael Hall is always right there, and that's I mean, great because he's in this position. I, and but Michael Hall has also made plays on his own. Exactly. I mean, I mean, he he took that kid from Notre Dame back to junior high high school. Uh, but my lord, and I, I think I think teams are going to start seeing this whenever Jack Sawyer and JTT are lined up on the same side. There's a linebacker roaming free. Steel Chambers, Eicherberg did it last week against Notre Dame. Steel Chambers did it this week against against uh, Arkansas State. And I'm not. And people are complaining about the turnovers, and those will come. Oh yeah, they'll uh, come. I, I, I just like I would like to see it. I'm more impressed that we've given up one touchdown in two full games. Uh, only you know what. 22 points total. So we're averaging 11 points given up a game. Um, and our defense, are, we're playing stout, stout run defense. That's the key. I feel like no one's going to be able to come in and run the ball down our throats, which is a great feeling. We're basically telling teams that in order to beat Ohio State this year, you're going to have to get into a duel with C.J. Stroud. You're going to have to beat us through the air. You're not going to be able to run the ball, keep Stroud off the field, and just kind of hope, you know, you can bleed clock and then maybe force, you know, a, a punt or two from us and then basically keep Stroud and them off the field. Like, we're basically trying to take away what Michigan and Oregon did to us last year. We're taking away that aspect because teams aren't able to run run as successfully on us. Now, the passing, that's kind of a different story. I think, you know, Denzel Burke's going to clean it up. Um, that's a work in progress. I'm not too worried about that. Um, and, and the turnovers will come. I, I will say Blackman, I thought, played a very good game. If you told Arkansas State, you know, going into this, that you were going to cover, you were going to put up 12 points, for have no turnovers, and, you know, no one was really going to get injured, and, you know, you're going to, you know, get paid to go play Ohio State, a lot of money. I think a lot of Arkansas State fans have been like, wow, this is a great, 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 great showing for our program. And honestly, like, it was a really good showing for the Sun Belt as a whole. Uh, Arkansas State was, I think, is a pretty good team, and I think they're going to be pretty competitive in the Sun Belt when it's said and done. And by the way, uh, their kicker is just was unreal. I mean, he did not miss. Uh, it, it's it's impressive that a guy, you know, just came into Ohio State and made all four of his field goals, and really kind of not kept Arkansas State in the game. But he was able to keep them competitive to where you know they were staying honest. They were playing football. They, they weren't making crazy plays. They were trying to actually play a, put together a good product on the field. Uh, and obviously I was at the game, so I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it on TV. I was actually in the stands in the nosebleeds, but uh, I, I, yeah, it, 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 I thought both teams looked really well and I'm not going to be, I would not be surprised if Arkansas state is a, you know, they go to a bowl game and possibly win this year. That, that was my takeaway when watching this game. Yeah. yeah I think, they're going to compete in the Sun Belt with Marshall and App State. I mean, hands down. Coastal Carolina's defense is terrible. Um, I'm looking yeah. at the stats right now. Ohio State's averaging – their opponents are averaging 1.92 yards a carry um, against uh, against Ohio State, which is 13th in the country, which is shocking. But then Wait. again, like how many like, – I'm looking – like it's only week two. That's just going to get better. Like that, that stat's that going to get better. That stat literally says, I mean, this is how you interpret the stat. You can run the ball 
four times against us, and you will not you will come two yards short of getting a first down. That's literally what it's that you can hand the ball off four times and you could and, not physically by, get a first down on our defense. And by the way, a great feeling. By the way, they're only averaging six and a half yards a, a pass. Averaging. Which I mean that we can clean up. And I'd like But six and a half uh, yards. That's not even a first down. And like we're playing for the most part, we're not we gave up a couple big plays against Notre Dame. Uh, but I feel like for the most part, it's Ben don't break. And that's that's the key to a championship which defense. Ryan which, Day said that his presser yesterday, I believe. Jim Knowles didn't like that. Jim Knowles said, I don't like the fact that we're, we're being called Ben don't break. Hey, more power to you, Jim, because your, your defense is playing better. If you want another bulletin board material by your own head coach, so be it. I'm all uh, for it, man. I, I love it. I'm really, I'm really happy with the job that he's doing. Um, and I mean, he, by the way, Trayvon Henderson had a, a quiet, quiet game where he just had a great day as well. Two tutties, um, almost a hundred yards. But I mean, like we didn't have to use him that much. Mm-hmm. Only, only ten I, carries, eighty-seven yards. I thought he had a ninety-three-yard touchdown. Same, <laughs> same. I mean, I thought he was. I thought he was going to house that. Let me tell you, I, I hope we got a new listener this week. I was sitting, there's this gentleman in, in front of me. And um, the first touchdown pass to Marvin Harrison. I was like, oh, man. I was like, he was on the far side of the field, you know, which on Dan's side, he was the near side of the field. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's got press coverage one-on-one. Marvin Harrison can be wide open for a touchdown. Touchdown. The guy looked at me like this. Like, are you kidding me? Like, so the next drive comes we, after we get a three and out. Um, I saw, oh, Abuka wide open in the slot going right to Abuka on a drag route. That was the Johnny Dixon play too from like Penn yeah. State. Yeah. The, that's, well, it wasn't, I wasn't the exact play, but it, were, it, it reminded you of that yeah. play. And he just like, the guy in front of me, he's just like, wow. And then I was like, okay, left guard. It was, yeah, right. That was the right guard and right tackle. I was like, there's a hole there. Henderson's going to cut it up and score a touchdown. Sure enough, that's what happened. This guy's like, how do you do this? I was like, I've watched a lot of football, and I'm a high high school broadcaster. So shout out to the guy. I I didn't even get his name. He left so soon. (laughs) But he was so impressed that, you know, I was just calling things. Like, and it's. I mean, it's not rocket science. I mean, if you if you really like, if you don't, I mean, even if you don't study it, you see it on the field. Like when you're live there, I could do it when I'm watching the game too on TV. But you really see it when you're. That's why I like C deck because I can analyze and see the whole. Thing. I agree. No, I agree. Like if you're in C deck, you get like the all twenty two. You see everything kind of develop a lot slower, but you get you see what's going to happen. Absolutely, but yeah, going back the defense, man, going. You're averaging two yards, just we'll say two yards and six yards a pass and two yards a rush. I, I'll take that two weeks, especially when you had a pass heavy offense and a run heavy offense back to back weeks. I'm happy with it. Uh, offensive side of the ball, like you said, Marvin Harrison Jr., absolute stud. I thought he scored a four touchdown. Like I said, I was not watching on TV, I was in the stadium, so I didn't see the replay. Um, I thought, I mean, I thought he crossed the goal line with the ball. Apparently not. I don't know what they ruled. I thought he should have four touchdowns. I said he was going to go for 200. You posted a picture and saying he was going to go off. He did. Abuka had, had a great fo- day. He had that focus, man. Abuka had a great day, I thought, too. Uh, should have had the, his, his punt return was electrifying. That was the most ridiculous call that I got called back, but I guess it's right because, you, like you said, pre-show, he did launch off the guy which is a stupid thing to do. Why'd do that and try to. You weren't even going to block it. Try to. Yeah. Yeah. And you, have you noticed though? I love the mentality that, and I think this is why Dallas Gantz over at Toledo right now, um, which is by the way, we'll get more into that. He's the leading tackler for Toledo. Um, Oh, cave on Pope. And who was the other one that just left? Those two that left last year, the Uh, linebackers. Marcus Williamson. Well, Marcus Williams is. Well, Gant and Pope left. Gant and Pope, yeah. Okay. I think now that we're seeing this, when you make a mistake, 
and possibly because we even seen it out of Denzel Burke. You, you make a mistake, you're gone. After that launch, I didn't see Trotta Mitchell. I didn't even see him when they brought the two, the second team linebackers out. Yeah, it, it, it's. I mean, Josh Proctor missed a tackle, and they they benched him. Almost. I mean, he he started this week, and he um, had a good, he had a decent game. He did. No, he he played fine. But it's just, yeah, Knowles has Knowles has a very short string, uh, which is I get it. it, it you got you got to set a standard expectation. It's Especially, I just hope. I hope if he's going to do that, he does that um, now. Now, yeah, it's, and, and he keeps on doing it, and he he doesn't pick favorites. He has to do that to everyone. And, and the, the thing, too, is he has to – and I'm sure this is happening. When these guys get benched, they're, I'm sure they're getting coached. I'm yeah, sure, oh, yeah. And it's not like Al Washington with Kayvon Pope arguing on the sidelines. I guarantee it, it's not like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um no, I mean, I completely agree. I will say two casts. Cade Stover again. Not a, not a crazy day, but two catches, 40 yards. Had that big, big catch in, I believe, the first drive. It was like, you know, 30-something yarder. Something like uh, that. 35-yarder. Um, he's slowly, if you do, if you run the numbers, he's slowly on pace for about. He's outbeating Jeremy Ruckert right now. Yeah, like about 30 catches, around 500 yards on the season, depending on how many games he plays. <laughs> Uh, that's a solid season from from uh, a tight end. So he's really impressing me so far. And let me tell you, I you know this week I get to work for Fox, so I won't be able to go up to the team wall. Which, by the way, my wife said she's going to take video and send it to you. So beware for that. Wow, because uh, she's going to the game. But Kate Stover is a man's man. The he dude is. is just the dude can't. Well, he will knock the. Oh, he'll Snot knock you. you. Yeah, he will knock you back to second grade. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean. And just the way he when he's walking to like he just the focus he has man and and it and it's got to be the haircut too I mean it, it Kate yeah. Stover slowly turning into one of my favorite players I agree um, I mean uh, like it, it, it was just a good day uh, I had no complaints yeah. really would be nice if we covered I yes guess. it would have we would have if 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 Toronto Mitchell didn't launch himself it. It was, I mean, it was a perfect day to go to a game because the tickets were cheap. Weather was beautiful. And then, honestly, I, I, I'm going to say I left, I left like early fourth quarter. Um, I, I stayed. Because I, I wanted to get home and watch all the other games. I left, I left early. I, I'm, I'm not even afraid to say that. I did My, leave early. I wanted I, to see the Texas-Alabama game. Like you get home and you got to watch one of the craziest days of college football. Let me tell you, Buckeye Nation starts showing up before – I mean, 25 minutes before kickoff, and South stands are completely empty. They, they. I mean, yeah, student section doesn't. They kind of mosey on in. It takes them like halfway till through the first quarter. Get with it. It's. I mean, it's fine. It's Arkansas State. I'm not like it. It should have been obviously more busy. I thought or more packed, but. It, it, oh, over a hundred thousand. Yeah, it, it it um it filled in nicely at the end. I, I it just they were it, it's a noon game. They were out late. And if you're going to a game, and I know it's Arkansas State, these are two for the two Karens that sat right next to me. Don't talk about life problems during the whole game, and then <laughs> ask then you ask people around you what you missed. Yeah, I mean. Can you move your phone? These are my season tickets. Oh, yeah. Do you see so-and-so at work? Blah, 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 blah. So-and-so at work. Oh, what did I miss? Yeah. Oh, I guess we're up big. I guess we could go watch the rest of the game at the tailgate. (laughs) Why'd you walk in a stadium? I could add more room. Yeah. Well, it's it's a ticket. It goes to the (laughs) university. It, it, It pays. So it can't really can't really say anything there. But I guess moving on, um, we got Toledo on what is it? Are it we Saturday? Wait, hold up. Before we let's talk about this crazy weekend college football. All right, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, which which one do you want to start? Well, start? Texas, you got absolutely are not back, but you got screwed. You got screwed big time. That was a safety in the end zone on Bryce Young. His elbow was completely down. 
And it should have, even if it wasn't, if he wasn't down, it was still intentional grounding that wouldn't have been called, that should have been called, which would have been a safety as well. Somehow and, it was roughing the passer. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> and yeah, they were looking at targeting. Okay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the face mask, blatant face mask. Quinn Years is now out for six weeks. I guarantee it. Tech people are like, "Oh, Texas, good." Blah blah blah. They they're gonna lose three or four more games because Quinn Years is hurt. Watch them lose this week to uh, who's it? UTSA, the Roadrunners. I could see it happening because they just had. I, I could see it happening too, but they coming won't. off a big game like this. I'm but telling they will you, lose, they will lose to Oklahoma. They will lose. You know, Baylor lost to BYU. Baylor losing to BYU is not an upset. I don't care what anybody says. It's not that big of an upset. It wasn't. And it, it, it's it was kind of unfair that that game was on to like 3 a.m. Because I literally I was in bed watching that game until like halftime, and I woke up and literally my TV was just a blank screen because I I've, I just passed out to it, and I I was kicking myself because I missed an insane game with just field goal kickers missing field goals. It was like the it was like your, the Browns steal uh, the Bengals Steelers Shut game. Up. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, but I mean. They're going to lose to Baylor. They'll lose to Oklahoma, and I think they'll lose. I think they'll lose one more. They'll, they'll get upset by Kansas State. I will predict that right now. Bama, they don't. They look bad. They're, they're they not, look. They're not they bad. Look, they're beatable. They're they very, very beatable. Bryce Young has no weapons. No, and come on, Heisman moment. Dude ran a 20-yard just to set up a field goal. Okay, that's great. Ryan watched and tackled it. Yeah. But they also missed a blatant hold. That's Kerry Combs' fault. <laughs> yeah. They also missed – Happy birthday, Coach Combs, by the way. <laughs> Belated birthday. They missed a blatant hold on that play. How's that a Heisman moment? And the dude went like 21 of 39 for 212 yards. How's that a Heisman moment game? I mean, Cass, you do look at their schedule coming up to Bama. Um, they got not the next two weeks because they got L- Louisiana, Monroe, and Vanderbilt, but then, then they got Arkansas, A and M, Tennessee, uh, baby. Tennessee, and then Mississippi State. I guarantee. I, I don't want to guarantee it, but I they're going to lose one of those in my heart. They'll I, lose. I, one I, of I those. think it's Tennessee. I, I Hendon Hooker keeps getting better and better, and they got the balls. In Tennessee, I really wish that was a Buckeye bye week because I would make the six-hour trip to Neyland just to watch that game. I'm I'm low-key. I want that's a game I wanted to go to so bad this year, but I can't because it's the wedding shower, my wedding shower. So I have to be in New York, and uh, I literally told my fiance, I'm like. She's like, oh, it's a Buckeye bye week, and I was like, yeah, it is. But I'm like, but Bama Tennessee is going to be on, and she's just like. Shut up. Shut up. And I was like, I, I know, I know. But usually, that game's- wed- usually wedding showers are just for the bride anyway. So, yeah, I, I, that game will be watched uh, for sure that but, week. I mean, not only that, I, I, I think Bama's defense is pretty good, but they're going to struggle. I, I, I think Bama, Bama has a, now, knock on wood, Nick Saban, you know, after piss poor performance, watch for Bama. I mean, we we we've seen this script before, so. And now, then, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, our boy. I was gonna say our 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 our, our friends to the southwest in Boone, North Carolina, Appalachian State, where college a, game day is gonna be at. This couldn't week. couldn't have happened to a better program. Uh, I'm happy for them. You know, they've come a long way, but always, always one of my favorite programs in my heart, but Appalachian state does it again. Cass takes down A&M, uh, cam people's power back monster day, you know, over a hundred yards. Um, what were your thoughts on the game? I didn't watch it, but I loved it. <laughs> I, I've watched I mean, I've watched so much App State football this year between the North Carolina game and then uh, the, the A&M I, game. I'm marking this down right now. I know I picked Houston to make a uh, to make a New Year's Six Bowl, but Houston lost this week. 
mark my words, Appalachian State, with their one loss, is going to a New Year's Six Bowl. I think Appalachian State should just be always the 12th team in the college football playoff when it expands to 12. Because just, I just want to see them against the number one seed every year and just see how they do. Because, like, you know they would pull off an upset every 15 years. Like, <laughs> they, I, they, I, there's no doubt in my mind that Appalachian State would be, the, like, the Cinderella killer in the college football playoff. And they ain't their only Cinderella killer. Uh, killer. By the way, my buddy texts me in Huntington, West Virginia, Marshall versus uh, Appalachian State. I I don't know the complete date, but he's looking. He's really thinking about going. He found Ooh. tickets as low as twenty five dollars. Huntington, West Virginia. I'm pulling that up. That might be a bunch of nuts podcast road trip. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> that Marshall Appalachian State, November twelfth. Ooh, oh, that's uh, Indiana. I can't. I, I might be working Fox. That's an Indiana game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have a wild schedule, Appalachian State. Like, they play at some wonky, wonky places, Cast, They go, to, they like, um, they at A&M, they play at, where else? Um, Marshall and Coastal Carolina and like so, Georgia Southern. So they get to go play in the snow, and then the very next week they get to go play, play on the beach. That's And, that, and then they play old, like, Turner Field. <laughs> but, yeah, Appalachia State. And then Marshall going up to South Bend, knocking off the Irish. Uh, Buckner is out for probably the season. He's got to go undergo surgery. Marcus Freeman, man, 0-3. I know a lot of people aren't counting that bowl game. 0-3 in his first start, I bet them. I bet them Irish. Uh, I would like to get on some Irish message boards just, just to hear what they're saying about Marcus Freeman. Probably not nice things. <laughs> I think he was in, and, in over his head, and I think he should have came to Columbus with Jim Knowles. He messed up. And I, We could have had Marcus Freeman and Jim Knowles this year. I honestly don't think that makes the defense that much better. I think, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Adding Marcus Freeman at this point would have made it much better because I mean, we're so good. I don't know how much better it can get from here. Like, I don't know what I else think Mar- I, Marcus Freeman is a hell of a coordinator. Yeah. I mean, I, look, Jim Knowles has done everything I've, I've expected him to. Um, it's, it's, it's hilarious. I think though, Cass, cause like the first three games are like, it's like the three ghosts of Christmas or whatever. What is it in the – ever watched that Christmas movie? The with Christmas the, Carol? The Christmas – yeah, with Scrooge. What is it? The three ghosts of Christmas? Yeah. It's like Notre Dame. Past, like, present, and future. Yeah, it's like Notre Dame, our past linebackers, like Laurinaitis. Um, Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman. Like they're coaching there. With Pres- Al Washington there. Present, it's like, you know, uh, you know, we go to um, Arkansas State and it's like uh, Brian Sneed and then future – it's uh, Toledo and then Dallas Gant. Like it's just, it's just all these former Ohio guys with Ohio State ties the first three weeks. Um, so it's, I just, it's just interesting how that kind of started the season. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's quite interesting. Um, I mean, when you talk about Georgia Southern, author the Sun Belt, what a crazy week in the with the Sun Belt. Uh, Georgia Southern goes into Lincoln, beats, and Scott Frost loses his job. I mean. <laughs> Is I mean, Urban? I mean, are we really? Is Urban really? I don't think. I don't think Urban. Why would he do would, that? Uh, why would I? I think he's. I like. I just. I don't think he would. Not find Nebraska. Not in Nebraska. No, I just. It's and not I think I. I love Urban, but I think college football passed him. I really do. I don't think his offense would work in college football anymore. You see Nebraska trying to steal a guy. Like I maybe I could see like Dabo in Nebraska. I Dabo just signed a big deal at Clemson. I know. Um, Nebraska is it's probably going to be Matt Campbell. It's going to be Matt Campbell. Which uh, that's perfect, what I would bet. Is, yeah, which is perfect. It honestly is a great fit. That or if Bill O'Brien turns around, Bill O'Brien. I think they should get the Coastal Carolina coach. <laughs> <laughs> or the App State coach. I mean, Butch Jones from Arkansas State. Also, also a choice. Um, 
I mean, it's let's be honest. I love I love our fellow cor- like the corn huskers, but um, just because we really corn, like corn and we like corn, but like obviously I, I like the corn husker faithful because Nebraska does not have the juice though the, because of COVID. Yeah, just because I like they tried to save the season during COVID and. Um, I just – they're in a bad spot. I just – I, I, I don't know what to offer them. Like I said, Nebraska does not have the juice. It's just a tough – it's not – You know they, what they ought the, to do? They, know what they ought to do? Is hire the kid that did I Really Like Corn song on TikTok. Like, Nebraska's problem is they need to make Nebraska more fun. Like in order to attract big-time recruits and everything – you gotta make your your destination desirable. There's just nothing there. I feel like that's desirable. Which just, is just a bunch of Cade Stovers. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know. Maybe just get Cade Stover to coach him, <laughs> like, <laughs> or get the little kid that really loves corn. Yeah, from TikTok. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, the stupid corn kid. <laughs> Sick of that. <laughs> so am I. So am I. Oh, but, but hey. Wisconsin dropped the ball like we already talked about. I mean, a lot of upsets this week, and we'll get more into see what we can have for upsets this week later on. But we do have Toledo this week. Uh, Toledo's coach said, don't root for Ohio State, Toledo fans. Root for Toledo. So, yeah, Toledo. That's like uh, the dumbest comment I've ever heard. Head coach J- Jason Candle. Um they play in Toledo, Ohio, Mountain West. Uh, well, not Mac West, not Mountain West. Oh my the gosh. Mac. The Mac West, Toledo, Ohio, Glass Bowl, 26,000. The They're coming of, to Ohio Stadium, Cass. It's one Sp- of the most respectful Mac programs. They are. Uh, their offensive scheme is the spread. Their defensive scheme is a 4 2 5. They are 2 0. Um, they haven't played a soul, though, I'd like to state. They're 2 0. And they've played. It was like uh, Heidelberg and Capital. It was uh, long. It was Long Island University and UMass. Close, close. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, basically, yeah, Heidelberg and Capital. I mean, UMass is a is an FBS school, and they just are bad. Like they are. They you get a on Xbox 360. If you take UMass to a national championship and win, you get an achievement. Like, I mean, come on, like. I think. I mean, I think this game cast we're going to be able to force our first turnover. <laughs> Quarterback uh, for Toledo's Daquan uh, Daquan Daquan Finn. I, hopefully, I said it. I, I'm terrible with names. Um, he has 138 rushing yards, three touchdowns on the season, three passing touchdowns, a pick. Uh, receivers don't really scare me. Jerwan Newton is their number one guy. Um, but their receivers aren't like, I don't know, they're just, they're like small, crafty guys. So, I mean, maybe that is a problem because Champ Fleming's for Arkansas State kind of torched us and he was 5'5. Um, but they don't really scare me for the most part. Tight end's all right, Jamal Turner. Um, he's a senior, he's six, six, he could be kind of a problem, I guess. Not really. Um, I mean, there's no reason Ohio state shouldn't win this game. I I'm curious to see what Dallas Gant does. Honestly, he's a leading tackler. Like you said, um, he's a starting middle linebacker. He's going to play with some passion. Uh, we'll probably make a big player too. I wouldn't be shocked. It'll be like Keandre Jones that one year. Um, but Ohio state, I think just obviously obliterates them. We cover. 34 point favorite. Yeah, it's this should not be um that much of a contest. I agree. Um don't know much about Toledo like you said until what you just said. I think I think we do this would be our first game that we cover. Uh I don't think Toledo Toledo may score one or two touchdowns if that if they even score a touchdown, they might get a field goal. But I don't see them. I don't see them scoring. I mean, their field goal kicker. He is. Uh, he is five for five on the year. Uh, he's two for two from forty. He's due for a miss. <laughs> eleven for eleven extra points on the defensive side of the ball. It's just really Dallas Gant. Honestly, they've two sack. They're not going to generate a ton of. Their defense doesn't look that good. I'm. I'm just going to be completely honest. They they generated two sacks. In two games total, um, one interception gets not good, not good competition. So, um, 
I think I think we're going to torch him. Yeah, I'm already gave a keys of victory and score prediction. Keys of victory, force a turnover. I just want to see a force a turnover. Uh, keep playing lights out on defense and offensively. Just keep doing your thing and don't turn the ball over. And I'm going to go out on a limb and to say the Buckeyes are going to win 40, 49, 9. That's an interesting one. I'm going to say 50, 50 on seven times. 52 to 6. 52 to 6. Buckeyes win. My key to victory. I always have to do the math on the calculator as I'm like generating it. Uh, 52 to 6. Keys to victory. Uh, on offense, just keep it simple. Whatever works, just just let's not overthink it. If Marvin Harrison Jr. is cooking, give him the rock. If Emeka Abuka is cooking, give him the rock. If Kate Stover is getting one-on-one matchups and eating, if, give him the rock. Like If Julian Fleming's cooking, give him the rock. Yeah. JSN? Yeah, and then two, just stay healthy. Those are my two keys. Yeah. Show up. <laughs> Show up. <laughs> Get off the bus. Get off the bus. <laughs> Get off the bus. That's a short. I mean, that's that's a short preview. Was next week we get to preview Wisconsin and a blackout. ABC. Yeah. Wisconsin will obviously be a more in depth preview. Uh, it's Toledo. If we if we if we're sitting there and it's halftime, this game we're losing. This game's tied. I, I there's no words. No one would have predicted that. No one would have analyzed that. No one would have said, "Oh, that was happening." Um, it's just not really feasible, and um, yeah, it's it's Toledo. So if we don't if we don't win this game by you know the spread, I'm gonna have some questions. Even if we don't win by the spread, but we win by three, four, t- five touchdowns. I mean, well, five touchdowns is a spread. I'm sorry. If we, I will have some questions if we, if we don't cover again. If we if we win by 30 or more points, I mean, and but don't cover, I mean, I'm not going to be mad. Like, I really ain't. I don't really care about the – I really don't care about the spread and stuff like that. I just – and, like, people are like, oh, Notre Dame, the Notre Dame losing is going to hurt us. No, just win, and everything will fall right into place. I do, I do agree. I don't think Notre Dame losing is going to – I was laughing when Notre Dame lost, honestly. I, and I, I thought it was the funniest thing because I always knew – in my heart, they were frauds, and it's a shame because Ohio State. It, it, it's gonna. It's so stupid because when an SEC team plays a, a top ten opponent, they always claim it's a top ten, even if they drop out. Well, Ohio State's gonna get dinged for this because Notre Dame was not a top ten team. I never thought they were a top ten team. Um, they're gonna lose. They're they like they. It's gonna ding us, but the people have to understand that Ohio State faced Notre Dame at their peak because it was the first game of the season. So we got them when they were probably going to be at their healthiest. And they're already clearly they're losing their quarterback. They're already they they have an injury problem there. They're not going to be good. Um but they need to also take into account that we played them we played them at their probably their height of the season. And it's going to be all downhill. So crack open a Bud Light, Mr. Delusional Irish fan because you'll be back to number 3 next year. And that's all I got to say about that. Okay. All right, it's time for the annual or weekly pickup. Dan, do you want to give us our results from last week? You beat me by one. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting. He was waiting to just brag. Uh, we we did the tally. I got. I went four and five. Cass went five and four. The UConn covering was the was what tie would would settle it because UConn did not cover. Did not even and, come close. And I had U- USC covering. Yeah, so that that was the t- difference right there. Wait, um, did even USC cover? Yeah, easily, easily. I'm pretty sure they did. Unless, unless it was a backdoor. When I looked, I mean, when I was watching that game, that was a blowout, though. There's no way USC didn't. Did oh yeah, forty-one twenty-eight. They were a nine-point favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, All right this week, I, I only put this game on the list because this. The cold uniforms that Florida State going to wear. Florida State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Louisville at Louisville Friday night. Louisville's not good. Louisville's not good. I got Florida State covering. 
Yeah, I, I feel like this is a Florida State has shown me a lot. I mean, two and zero beat LSU, Duquesne, um, absolutely, and they have a bye week to prepare for this after that LSU game. Definitely, definitely, I'd take Florida State there. You see their uniforms, all white. I, I, I have not, but um, you only got to sell me on this. <laughs> uh, Cass. I like to run it back. By the way, uh, Toledo, Ohio State's a thirty. It's a thirty-two point. Gotcha. Uh, I like to run it back for my wild card pick. I'm going to take UConn covering against that team up north, forty-seven and a half. I'm writing that down. I'm not going to do my wild card yet. Forty-seven and a half. They're going to cover against that team up north. It's just. Do I put plus forty-seven on that for you? Yeah, UConn plus 47 and a half. Okay. No, I, li- I like the alternate line where UConn wins by 47 and a half <laughs> against that. <laughs> How fun. Well, the odds on that must be incredible. <laughs> yeah. All right. Saturday at noon on uh, ESPN, Georgia goes into South Carolina. Georgia's a 24-point favorite. <sighs> I got South Carolina covering this. I do too. I do too. Because I'm waiting for that moment for Georgia to lay an egg in a game. I just think well, South Carolina is one of those programs that is not afraid of Georgia. They've beaten no. them. They've beaten a high. They, they uh, a couple years ago they beat Georgia. I'm pretty sure a highly ranked Georgia team yeah. in week three. Yeah. Uh, and this South Carolina this is probably one of the best South Carolina teams they've had in a while. They obviously just lost to Arkansas. Um, but they put up 30 points against Arkansas. It was a, it was a cl- like it wasn't close, but they have an offense, South Carolina. Um, so I think I mean I I, I I think they cover. I really do. I do too. Um, what what's the next one? Um, this is a pick'em. Okay. Purdue travels to the Carrier Dome. It's dead even. Mm. I have Purdue, by the way. I'm I'm analyzing this. I'm just looking at the defenses. Oh, man, this is tough. I'm going to go with Syracuse because it's at home. I'll go with Cuse. Yeah, I'll go with Cuse there. All right, I got my wild card. I mean, it's about dead even, those teams. I'm not even kidding. I have my my wild card. I'm going California covering against Notre Dame at 10.5. They might. If California beats Notre Dame, Marcus Freeman's done. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. If They might fire him. If they, they they lose to California, I know they had a great recruiting class, but like it, the man, if you can't win the gimmies you, at Notre Dame, you're done. All right, a couple three thirty games here. BYU travels to uh, Autzen Stadium to take on Oregon. Oregon's a three and a half <laughs> point favorite. Um, I think Oregon's wanting to bounce back, but I got I like the Cougars. I I like the Cougars go on the road and knock off Oregon. This is like this is such a tough one because it's this is like the this is so volatile because you saw you just saw BYU beat a highly ranked Baylor team. You also saw Oregon just lose to a Georgia team. I'm gonna go with Oregon. Uh, I'll go with Oregon covering here. Uh, I think I got Oregon in this one. Uh, All right, Penn State travels to Auburn. Penn State's a three point favorite. I got Penn State outright. I got Auburn um, because I just. I just feel like it, it, it's it's that home advantage in the SEC. Um, it, it's I think Auburn. I mean, they're two and zero as well. It's it's going to be a good game, but I'm gonna. I think that home advantage swings it for Auburn. I really do, um, and I think that that's one that they they walk away with. All right. So far, the last three games we've been different on. All right, we got two more. I think we had yeah, two more. 
or is it one more? Uh, we can do two more for sure. We got um, uh, college – well, not college game day, but it's the ABC game. Number 11, Michigan State at uh, Washington, 730. Um, is Fowler and Herbie doing that? Yeah, it's the, it's the Fowler and Herbie it should be. Washington's um, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Michael Penix Jr. <laughs> I'm going with Washington with the upset. It's I, Washington at home. Uh, I, I mean, I agree, Cass. And it's not even that. It, it's just like you look at it. Um, I know they. I mean, they did only play Portland and Kent State, so it's it's not a great sample, but. Uh, Washington has the sixth best offense so far in uh, total yards and the 28th best defense in total yards. Michigan State is at 61st offense and 77th offense. I mean, 77th defense. Um, This is a home game for Washington, and they have Penix Jr. as their quarterback, who I believe has had some success against Sparty. Uh, So, yeah, I I would say Washington in this one for sure. Pains, it pains me to fade the Big Ten. Um, I feel like I've been picking against the Big Ten this week. All right. The last one. Nine o'clock. Miami at AM. AM's a five point favorite. The U. You. 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 Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Miami there. Which of course they're gonna they're gonna let me down. They always do this, Cass. I want to believe in the U. <laughs> they're gonna, they're All right. Gonna rip my soul out. So Florida State, Louisville, I threw that in there because just for the uniforms, Friday night, we both got Florida State. We both have South Carolina covering against uh, Georgia. The pick game, Syracuse, you have Syracuse. I have Purdue. You have Oregon. I have BYU. I have Penn State. You have Auburn. We both have Washington. We both have Miami, and then our wild cards, I have Cal covering against Notre Dame at 10.5. You have UConn covering with 47.5. I would actually like to amend that. Get rid of UConn. Uh, I, scratch that. Um, I, have, I actually have something else I would like to go with if this is okay. Yeah, that's fine. Give me Hawaii because this is a pick em. Hawaii, Hawaii pick em against Duquesne. Uh, it's kicks off at 12 a.m. So it's in Hawaii. Um, I have a Hawaii getting the first win of the season over Duquesne. Duquesne. Uh, that's what I got. Screw, screw the UConn because that one's just stupid. I don't know if they – I don't think they would cover, honestly. I am texting you these right now. I have UConn as my watch it game. UConn, Michigan, that's my keep your eye on it. Keep your eye on <laughs> that's, it. Just keep your eye on it. Uh, my keep your eye on it is Appalachian State and Troy. Just because we like watching Appalachian State. That is on ESPN Plus at 3.30, and I am probably going to proudly tune into that. It, like, I, I love Appalachian State. It, they have a beautiful stadium. They beat Michigan. Uh, great, great place. <laughs> I'm texting you these right now so I don't forget oh man that's all I have on the docket today that's all I got uh, I like to say Broncos did not get it done Bengals the, did not get it done I feel bad that was uh, cast any consolation Joe Burrow I thought had a pretty good game for like how much adversity he faced that that like to basically win the game twice to only have it screwed up by your special team's long snapper. We also uh, turned the ball over four times. Yeah, but the, the couple of turnovers were really not his fault. It was just bad offensive line play. It wasn't By it the wasn't way, Pittsburgh over, came right? out Pittsburgh came out with they're going to they rush six against five because Bengals decided they're not going to keep a backer or a tight end to block. And that and by the way, I I like TJ Watt as a player and stuff like that, but karma is on you for tearing your pec because you ripped Lowell Collins' helmet off. <laughs> Aaron Donald didn't tear his pec. 
And then my thing is, is Minka Fitzpatrick takes headshots three times and they wait to the final one when it, when it matters the most, honestly, to call a penalty. Mm-hmm. So I, I was just frustrated with the game. Um, but you know what? We are obviously the better team. We just not, not on the scoreboard. It, it, it just, it sucked. <laughs> it really did. I will say I am excited this weekend. Um, I'm not going to Ohio state game because I had to pick well more. My fiance wanted to, we're going to Brown's jets. It's going to be an absolutely terrible game, uh, but we are going to, cause she is don't, a jets fan. Don't wear uh, jets. I, I want you guys to be safe. Just wear Ohio state and be, and be nice. I'm not worried. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing a Geno Smith Jets jersey because it's it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't even I, I I got no beef with Browns fans. That will be fine. Um, but yeah, I mean that's all I really got this week. Anything else? Uh, I will be going to the Ohio State game. Well, I'm working for Fox this week. My wife is going to the game. Um, if you are going to the game, have fun, cheer loud, and don't cheer for Toledo. Even if you went to Toledo, but you root for Ohio State, don't cheer for Toledo. Yeah, it, it, have fun, but don't don't cheer for the Rockets. Uh, but as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, all that good stuff on YouTube so we, you know, the algorithm and all that crazy things. But uh, as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks.